What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome in to another blurry hysteria. Brent, how's your pants? Are they shat? <laughs> they're not shat, but they're they're off just in case. I'm I'm sitting on a towel because you know I am stoked and full because I'm fat. So obviously I've been eating. So you can't be too too careful. <laughs> That's kind of going along with the uh, last time when I scared you. Uh, you um, did scream at the beginning of this one. Uh, but uh, I was ready, and uh, my pants it, yeah. were removed. Speaking of Good. pants removed, nothing about uh, uh, <laughs> that. But uh, I just got done this weekend going to the Chicago Vampire Ball. And where does that take place? Yeah, this year they they closed down Rock Bottom Brewery, the top couple floors of it, and they had oh, yeah. a Vampire Queen of Chicago contest and booze and and like a um. They they called it uh, a burlesque show. I don't know if I wouldn't exactly call it burlesque, but it was a lot of fun, man. But a lot of uh, mostly naked people with pasties on their nipples and things like that. Uh, it was a sight to behold. <laughs> Interesting. I never went to one of those. We used this to. Is, do, uh, this isn't your first one, is it? This was my first vampire ball. We used to do the the uh, zombie prom every year. It was like for charity oh, yeah. and stuff. And then they moved it to the Cubby Bear, which is a big bar right by Wrigley, and it is so expensive. The bar, like we go have like three or four drinks each over the few hours, and it'd be like two hundred dollars bar tabs. And I'm just like, how are you charging me like twenty one dollars for a, <laughs> a bottle of Miller Light or whatever it was? Oh yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> it's <I'm> something. <laughs> also, wow. I wanted to announce uh, while you're listening to this, we are switching it back up. So we are always a Monday show. We always released new episodes on Mondays. When we switched, we started doing the bonus episodes on Mondays and the other ones on Tuesdays. And people have complained they want it more on Monday. So we're switching back. This is our first uh, Wednesday we're doing the bonus. And Mondays are going to be our regular episodes. Because why not, right? Why that not? Sounds fun. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Start See, start your week out learning some stuff and or hating us, which or hating <laughs> us, you and then uh, get that midweek bump of of hating us some more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's the bump I was looking for. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we this is our sixteenth blurry hysteria. Sixteen blurry hysteria. God knows how many. I don't know. Like maybe like two, around that many of mad blurry hysteria. Yeah, so it was we're, getting up there, 11 or 12. And so a spoiler alert for all the people at home, we are having another Mad Blurry Hysteria. Now, I say that, and then Chris is going to be like, can't do it. But supposedly, <laughs> we got, we've got we got Chris on the line for another one. We've got a day. We don't have a time, yeah. but we've got a day. Picked. Yeah. And uh, him and I always argue on these, and we do them, so I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Chris, you're a goddamn idiot. You motherfucker. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> Chris, Chris is great for just 
putting a nickel in and letting him go. Yeah, I know. Sitting Just back. You like you wind him up and go like, hope he doesn't fall off the edge. <laughs> oh, he's, he's shit. upgraded now. He's got this the ledge sensor. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like it's like Grandpappy always said. You know, if you're not on the edge, you're taking up too much space. My grandfather always was the announcer for the uh, the Truckosaurus the, events and, and yeah, all the, the monster truck rallies. <laughs> Your ticket gets you the entire sea, but you only need the edge. <laughs> I like the effects that you put on. <laughs> Uh, yourself there in real time. Sunday, 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 and Friday night. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> we have a prehistoric old-timey human stories this week. Yeah, yeah, human, uh, what what do they call that? Human interests? But uh, <laughs> I'm real always in early human interests. Especially if they have big boobs, but that's a different story. Mm. <sighs> and now I've alienated okay. most of the audience. <laughs> i tell you what you want me to go first you go first you pick it um i will let's see why don't you go first i think yours is earlier in the timeline uh nope never mind no <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. uh this one was really interesting and it comes to us from daryl montgomery he sends this one to us and we uh we kind of picked these and realized that we'd both picked not similar but in the same vein so it's really cool this one comes from pbs and nova Human tracks may be earliest evidence of people in North America, and this takes place in New Mexico's White Sands National Park. And that's a really cool place because um, the the sands there have – when there's rain and stuff, there are these I, – I, I'd hate to call them fossilized, but there's footprints from I, – I don't want it, to – it's like if you mix flour and water. And yeah. then it just hardens. Right, 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 right. Except right? for it hardens like thousands of years ago. And yeah. so when like the dry season, you can't see them. Then the wet season and it comes back in and you can see p- these tracks. But they're like giant sloths and uh, North American camels before they went extinct and dire wolves and mammoths. And they're looking through all these and uh, started first seeing them in 1930. And they're like, mm, no. No, that's not it. And then in 2005, this guy named David Bustos, and shout out to David Bustos because that's also the name of our landscaper, and I don't think it's the same guy. I haven't asked, but I don't think it's the same guy. Uh, So he goes out there, and he starts seeing these footprints, and they're like, "Mm, those are human. And he starts you know, doing explorations of them comes back in like 2009 and then 2000, blah, 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 me, 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 me. Finally, um, in September of 2021, Bustos, the Sky News this whole group of researchers, researchers, they published their findings in the science journal. They identified 61 human tracks with multiple levels of earth below ground and between layers of these tracks where seeds, uh, from these ancient aquatic plants were prevalent, meaning they could date it. Because they know like where the sediment is, you know, as far as where the layers are. Oh yeah. So this is all a very long way to, what's this mean? Well, the dating revealed that the footprints were estimated to be between 21,000 and 23,000 years old. That's older than scientists, the, the generally scientists, uh, consider, evidence of people in the Americas. In fact, we're talking, they thought people crossed the Bering Strait the first time about 13,000 years ago. This puts a big old, uh, there were people here before that by a lot, like double almost. Doubled it. Yeah. 
Um, so did the ice sheets melt before and then come back? Was that something like that or was it, but this is a, a, as we're looking at this and this was published in June, they're saying it puts 20% older than any of the other dates that have been found. And in fact, there's a place in Pennsylvania where scientists found evidence of 16,000 year old human life, like a settlement. And people are like, there's no way because that predates the, 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 the coming over the strait. Well, then this goes, maybe there were people there and maybe those people had been there for thousands of years. Um, so it's an interesting thing that makes us go, Hmm. And I'm sure this guy will be ridiculed for a long, long time. <laughs> Cause that's how science works, but, um, that's what we're told. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I don't know, you know, but it's in the white sand. It's really interesting. And 20,000 years ago, people were, were hunting mammoths and sloths and, and things like that in that area. And they show pictures. They are human footprints. There's no question. It's sure. not like, Oh, that was a, uh, you know, insert whatever animal. No, they're, they're humans. 61 sets of them. I love this type of stuff because it it changes what we know or what we think we know, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I, it, it's People like to make fun of science in that way, but that is what science is. You know, you, you learn new things. Educated things guesses. Things get updated. Yeah. Fuck what? around and find out. That's the scientific yeah. method. Scientific method, you know? Yeah. And I don't think it's fair to make fun of or dismiss science if we find something new that changes our previous notions. Well, real Um, scientists should go, that's amazing. Now we should use that and learn from that. But I think a lot of people go, well, that goes against my thoughts and feelings. So on it all, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So so I'm not going to trust science at all. So, yeah. Yeah, what we're getting at is do not believe science. That's David Flora said it here first. Even other scientists are kind of douchey with how they treat other scientists. You know, like when someone has this notion or theory, maybe it's, it's their own or maybe it's one they just are very boned up about. And someone finds something like this that challenges that. Then they get ridiculed. You know, their, their first thing is to ridicule them. And that's bad science too. That is not the way to behave as a, yeah. as a scientist. Um, and it it sets the process back because it confuses public sentiment about it and understanding, and mm-hmm. it really throws a, a, a wrench into the works. So when stuff like this comes out, and you know they can test it and get it peer reviewed fairly, and uh, and everything changes from that, that's really exciting and that's really cool. As well, it should be, you know, so mm-hmm. the, the Bering Strait, when they, they crossed it, they said it was the largest migration as they know of, of humans. The next one will be like the only time we'll hopefully ever see a migration like that is when we go off world to Mars <laughs> yeah. or something, because that's how many people were migrating. Um, it was a now, mass migration and maybe it happened twice or who knows how many times. See, that's, and that's just a theory still too. Right. That's the going theory, um, which I think it's the Clovis, uh, theory of the population of the Americas Mm -hmm. where they started in Asia and worked their way across the Bering Strait, which was walkable at the time and then migrated down 
uh, the western coast of the United States down into Mexico. That's how they think that people got there. This challenges a lot of that because it it means that people were there. Was there another than, sta- uh, strait somewhere? Did they, you know, how did they get there? That or, or, or yeah, something? or did they sail? Or did were they here to begin with? You know, it's it. There's all kinds of questions that come along with it. Yeah, did they did they spontaneously evolve? <laughs> were they seated there? Yeah, exactly. By yeah. Ancient alien theorists <laughs> believe. I I believe that um, <laughs> in Puma Punku, there's evidence of. <laughs> Early human, uh, and don't uh, forget the blocks uh, at Naku. <laughs> it, but it, it is exciting that it, it challenges that uh, that theory. And that theory itself, the Clovis theory, is even kind of um, not readily accepted by the entire uh, because scientific it believes community. too much, like under like too much to chance, and too much is like is made up to fill in the gaps. Uh huh. So. You but know, that's this, the way you got to do a lot of these things until, you know, until you, you've got definitive proof, which we may never get. I think aliens actually fits the bill much better on this. That's just me. Humble opinion. <laughs> that's Humble an easy, opinion. that's an easy way. Out. <laughs> that's an escape hatch. Let's go to break real quick. When we come back, you're going to hit us with, uh, some old human species, possibly that's coming mm-hmm. up after the break on his, oh, blurry <laughs> hysteria. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. (laughs) I definitely use it. I I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. (laughs) It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. (laughs) Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. And you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients... 
Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. We're back. I wanted to scream, but I don't want to because I'm in the I'm in the studio and there's people around. I might scare them, but uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be a screamer just like you. <laughs> that came out I'm, weird. <laughs> yeah, I I'm one of the uh, I'm I'm one of the zombies that alerts other zombies. <laughs> you you got to take me out first. Uh, yeah. So I was a hundred percent wrong. I um for some reason I I thought yours was yours earlier predates than mine. mine by a few hundred thousand years. <laughs> Mine's, mine's older than the earth. What was I thinking? Uh, yeah, mine is uh, half a million year old signs of extinct human species found in Poland cave. Yeah, so that's interesting. It's all in Europe, just like all our European friends tell us all the time. Everything important <laughs> happened over there. You bastards. <laughs> well, don't get too excited uh, because this one is is a known species oh. um but it's sort of the missing link ish mm. um so let me tell you what this is there's uh tools that they found in this place called tunnel vilki cave i think uh in poland they found these tools that they've dated between 450,000 and 550,000 years old wow that's a long time. Um, <laughs> and this is, uh, they, they think it's from the human species that science has already identified um, called Homo heidelbergensis. Yeah. And they they say that's the last common ancestors uh, of Neanderthals mm-hmm. and, um, and, and us, Homo sapiens. Um, and that, that means that um, they're going to have to adjust some timelines because – Central Europe's uh, climate at the time was pretty. I think that was Ice Age time. Uh, the the like, the uh, whole climate new calendar was, <laughs> was yeah <laughs> a new Mayan calendar. Uh, get break out the chisels. Yeah, tink, um, tink, tink, tink. yeah. <laughs> the the climate was really uh, tough to be in for them at the time, I guess. But uh, anyways, they originally found some stuff. Um, in the material of the the layer of the the crap in the cave that they dated to the Holocene, which was around uh, twelve thousand years ago, um, could could be as far back as forty thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. But this is you know when when people were showing up in Mexico walking barefoot. Yeah, these guys were over here using tools in the cave. Uh, that's what they thought, right? That's their first. Um, uh, dating of that area with animal bones, they uh, they were pretty sure it was. Well, here's the thing: they had animal bones recovered. They dated it to about uh, uh, twelve to forty thousand. But the more they um, worked on these bones and dating them and stuff, the more it looked like it was a lot older than forty thousand years. So mm-hmm. they went back to this cave. They reopened, you know, some of the dig sites and stuff, got some more things. I think they, they tried to be a little more careful and uh, find, you know, things that were very useful. They had bones of species, including uh, European jaguar, um, mm-hmm. 
something called a Mossbach wolf and a Dinninger's bear. So, you know, there's, these are probably like dire wolves, dire bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then they started finding evidence of flint napping where people had yeah. shaped tools and, you know, the stuff that flaked off were found together here in this layer. Um, well, with more like of the production waste, more animal bones, they were able to analyze it a lot more. And they, they think now that it dates back almost half a billion years. No, almost half a million Million. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half a billion. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They know because uh, the crashed UFO next to it, uh, it still had its date on there. So yeah, we know, we know what's up. So, you know, they, it's a lot, lot earlier, I guess, than, than what they uh, had originally thought people were doing. And the other thing is they found other sites like this that kind of confirmed those numbers, but they were open air sites. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to get anything good from it. Yeah. It was interesting. Being, they talked to how like this is in caves, so it kind of did it, but also caves weren't a good place to live at at right. the time. Yeah, because they're damp, mm-hmm. uh, they're musty. They, they filled with those dire things, also <laughs> filled with all co- sorts of crap. And you know, a fire doesn't doesn't do too well in a cave. You need a place to let the smoke go mm-hmm. out, and you don't want the um, the rock uh, uh, drying well, cracking from the heat. You know, and, yeah. and then having a cave in. Anyways, like it's not a great place, but it is a shelter, and it's something you don't have to build. So, you know, it's not beyond um, the realm of possibility for people to have used caves like this. But it's interesting because they also have uh, sites in Italy that have used this similar flint napping technique. And some of the tools that they found there look to be kind of the same as this uh, Polish cave. So they, um, they're going to keep looking and dating stuff and seeing if the numbers match up to being half a mildo. Uh, in terms of how how old it is, and um, so they're going to be looking for the bones, trying to find the bones of the people. Too, they're going to try and find some bones, yeah, of the Homo heidelbergensis. Um, Man. so that's uh, that's pretty interesting. Like the uh, the chronology of human evolution keeps changing and stuff, and that doesn't mean that it's a hundred percent false. It just means that we are still learning how mm-hmm. old we are. Right. Right. How long we've been effing up the planet. And then uh, when they figure out how to clone things and we work on the mammoths and the this and that, how long until they're like, we're bringing back Homo Hadabergensis or, or Cro-Mag and people are like, no, don't do it. That'll be the next, uh, you know, in 150 years, uh, people up in arms. Or maybe not. Bring them back and ask them. No, just ask them just when it. they maybe. were around. We'll all be listening to Wild say? Stallions music in paradise and, and not worry about <laughs> such things. That's Let's the hope. future I'm hoping for, but you know what do yeah. I know? It's not the future that's uh, <laughs> you're too take- too bright. <laughs> Your takeaway this week, hopefully, while listening to Blurry Asteria, is we don't know shit, and that's the <laughs> that's the royal <laughs> we okay. all of us. <laughs> yeah. And then in in uh, two more years, someone's gonna be like, uh, "These bones are seven hundred and fifty thousand years, and they're in Seattle, Washington, uh, which makes <laughs> no sense whatsoever." And then people are gonna start arguing, and someone will sabotage it. And you know, it's the it's the scientific way. Well, we're we're pretty we're pretty quickly approaching. Um, 
the moment when it's like, okay, all this stuff is fake. The devil put it here. These are only 500 years old. The devil. Uh, the devil does a lot of things for us and against us. So choose your own adventure. Bless his that. heart. Yeah, he's he is a busy dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I hope Who he gets it? some Who time off. Possibly be. Was it? Oh, I don't know. Satan. <laughs> Satan. That's, that's, that's exactly right. Now appearing this Sunday, Satan, <laughs> Satan, Satan. <laughs> You you get the entire Bible, but you only need the sleeve. <laughs> you only need revelation. <laughs> uh, speaking of the devil, I just watched a movie called Deathgasm. It came out in 2015. It's about this. It's a, a New Zealand movie where they accidentally like summon a demon. It was really funny. I like comedy horror movies like that. Oh yeah. So if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. Deathgasm. It's definitely worth watching. And nice. uh, you know that's your homework. I, I just watched uh, The Woman in Black. Um, both versions of it. Uh, we're going to be putting out a roundtable about it. But uh, it's a 1989 made-for-TV British film. And then they remade it um, a, f- a couple of years ago with uh, Harry Potter. Oh. And the story was a, l- a little bit different and everything. The newer one's actually kind of good. It's It's got some... Um, with Daniel Radcliffe, no, with Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, the newer the newer one might be worth a watch. But the old one's got this one scene in it that is famous. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it's 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 pretty wild. It's on YouTube if you nice. The woman the in one. black. Well, I'll, I'll check the it out. Woman in black. I'm gonna try to find both of them. I, I love watching like. Movies like that, and uh, then watch like you know years later when they were making it, like holy crap, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's wild to see them both because I mean the newer ones just it, it's different enough to be like that's kind of wildly different. Well, like the <laughs> like Handmaid's the Tale, the movie there. they they made a Handmaid's Tale movie in like 1989 or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> very different. Robert Duvall's huh. in it, I believe, and I can't remember who. It's been a while. And then the new show, very, 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 very different. Um, Interesting. And yeah, very much so. All right, kids. Anyway. That's your homework. We'll see you next time. Bye. Waiting adjourned. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.